My goodness. Yeah, there it is. It's time for the February 3rd, 2012 edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And you know, Mahler, I, I didn't tell you this. He's running away now. Mahler was abducted last week. Oh, my goodness. He was kidnapped for a while. Whoa. And there was, there was a, 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 actually a threat by somebody regarding Mahler. A threat it was to a his fan. Phys- physical well-being threat. Uh, well, I, I don't know about okay. that. Right. It was a, a fan by the name of Kitty. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. And what, uh, yeah. Actually kidnapped Mahler. I didn't know if she had accomplices. Hmm. I, I don't know what's going on. Not easy to do. I would think yeah, I know. I, I just got I, this. I, I, I got an email that was essentially, well, I was actually not emailed, but but I don't want to get into that. Okay, My yeah. privacy would be yeah, affected. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Well, uh, uh, was there demands or did they were they interested in, um, you know, some sort of monetary exchange yeah yeah oh, okay. yeah there, okay. I, I, had or, a, I had to give up something in return for Mahler. oh police are investigating i'm sure they've got you've got them on that that case so that's, that's good i hope it Mahler is Mahler been scarred somehow emotionally scarred by this i don't you know Mahler. yeah oh okay. yeah it sounds like it yeah, yeah. That's, too okay. that's too bad yeah the obama administration says it is hoping to wind down the u.s and nato combat mission in afghanistan Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. It's always the rub there. It's, there, it's see, never we're out of Afghanistan. Yeah. It's always we're yeah. going to be out of Afghanistan. <laughs> and then finally you just yeah. Sometime. melt away out of <laughs> Afghanistan. Sometime. By the end of next year. Oh. Speaking to reporters in Brussels, U.S. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta, mm-hmm. who has a bread product named after him, I think. Oh, you do? Okay. Said he expects a transition from combat to training to begin by the middle of 2013. That was the first time a U.S. official ever, ever floated actual timetable okay. about getting out of Afghanistan. So it's kind of, you know, it, yeah. that, that's the way the news translated. It. It's floating a timetable. Yeah, floating. This it's is a, this is a metaphor for something. I'm not really sure. I have my timetable, and it is floating. We've got a number in our head. The, the We're idea, just kind of thinking yeah. about it. And just tell me what the you think. The exact moment is floating yeah, on this floating. table of time. Kind of like a marble. Yeah. In, well, a, in a roulette wheel. Yeah. Well, th- this kind of fits... Uh, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016. A little spit yeah. on that little pin, little ball and I'll see it spin. I'll take black, 2017. Now, this is very much in keeping with Leon Panetta's reputation. I don't know if you know this, but he would. It, he has a reputation because back in the days, in the 90s, he had a nickname, Neon Leon. Because, really? Yeah, he had he had a thing for uh, those those twirly sparkly you know twirly things at at raves. Really, he, he could twirl like five of them, six of them at this a time. Leon Panetta, yeah, Neon Leon, they used to call him. Wow. Yeah, he'd just get in the middle of one of those, and people are bouncing up and down, and out of that crowd, they'd see five or six of these these uh, swirling that Leon you know, was yeah Leon twirling was twirling. Oh. So they call him Neon Leon. So of course it would figure that he really doesn't know what he, what he's talking about. Panetta also added, U.S. and NATO forces will remain in Afghanistan at least through the end of 2014. Let's see. So, yeah. you know, we're... It's very fluid. 
and mercenaries will stay there forever. Forever, and yeah. and I'm sure the right the right wing uh, warmongers are screaming that we've given the enemy our timetable. Therefore, they're going to somehow, some way, uh, they'll just wait us out now. Like that was ever going to be anything different. Remember, right? this is a marble float, you know, spinning on a roulette yeah. wheel, and they're upset that we actually threw the marble that's, down right now because something is actually going to happen. That's why they call them conservatives. They don't want anything to happen. Let's see. When have American troops ever left anywhere? Let's see. We don't mm. have troops in Vietnam. I'll give you that. But we don't have. <laughs> we still have troops in well, Germany. That. We still have troops in Japan. We still have troops everywhere we've ever been. We have troops in Vietnam. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you know, we're gonna... a troop is one. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. So if we have we have two people affiliated with our military in in Vietnam, I would imagine somewhere. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, even so, if all they're doing is say smuggling out cocaine or something like that, <laughs> heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, United. This is this is uh, uh, Neon Leon again in mm, the news. Yeah. Believes that Israel mm-hmm. will attack Iran in April, May, or June. He's 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 floating one of those little marbles out in the timetable again there. <laughs> Panetta is concerned that Israel will launch an attack before Iran enters the so-called immunity zone. And this is important. They're building these uh, uh, fortifications around their nuclear reactors right now mm-hmm. in Iran. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why we think April, May, and June is because those fortifications will be completed in, say, July mm. or August. Okay. You know, or maybe a little bit before. That's why it's squeaky here. Okay. You know, with with Leon. And as soon as those uh, fortifications are up, then an attack will at least uh, not be as effective. Okay. Okay. Um, Leon also had – he was busy this week. Leon was. Wow. He confirmed that uh, that, uh, people within the – what uh, he – he confirmed that the U.S. Uh, used a Pakistani doctor to help establish Osama bin Laden's whereabouts in yeah. Pakistan. The doctor, Shaquille Afridi, uh, set up a fake vaccination campaign in the city, uh, in, in a city, in an effort to get DNA on the bin Laden family. He's now being held in Pakistani uh, custody, which doesn't bode well for him because the Pakistanis are still pretty upset that we went into that co- their own country and yeah. and. Killed Bin Laden, not, and so I'm sure that's not going to do much for his well-being. But huh. yeah, he, he Leon threw him under, under the bus. So uh, Leon's feeling his oats yeah, these days. So. Wow, I've seen him in action, and I can tell you when he's feeling his oats, he's oh, yeah. he's twirling them at the same time. <coughs> yeah, the Dutch minority government, Dutch minority government. Mm-hmm. Plans to ban Muslim face veils and burqas and other forms of clothing of clothing that cover the face. Uh, the ban would make the Netherlands, where one million out of seventeen million people are Islam, are Muslim. That's a big population. One million out of yeah, seventeen, 17 million. Yeah, that's a sizable. That's the second EU country to ban the burqa after France. Would be another one. So, so five, the burqa banning is going on again. Well, I don't know. I don't. You know, burqa banning in public, or any little face veil. Yeah, that's in the deal. Public. I assume that's a yeah. ban. They, I, I mean, they can't. They're not enforcing it in people's homes. Well, I think part of it is the uh, influence of, uh, say, westerns on uh, you know the movies. 
Westerns on on uh, mm-hmm. our culture mm-hmm. have something to do with that because it's you're trying to conceal your identity. Uh, that was the idea of wearing a face veil. Yeah. Or you know. Well, they put the uh, scarf or whatever it yeah. was there. Yeah, over there. Well, I imagine there were some practical applications. Yeah, I don't think they called them burkas, however. No. And, 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 and we're not suggesting that this face veil worn by, the mask worn by robbers is anywhere near as religiously significant as a burqa. Right. However, I think our culture sees that as a way to conceal your identity. Right. It makes those people... Um, in our mind, suspicious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, in, going back to our days, of people writing across the Western Plains. I would assume there was some practical application that had to do with dust and sand flying around in people's faces. Oh, and by those people, I mean the people wearing the in the face in, mask, uh, the cowboy. If, if they had a cowboy hat on, yeah. that that would completely freak us out. Yes, yes. Huh? If they had been wearing something akin to a 10-gallon hat. Yeah, as they were wearing their burkas. We're wearing burkas. Yeah. We would just not know what to do with that. I point. think that would be a, a way that they could probably, uh, I don't know, get away with it as a word, but make it happen. Is that, if, would that be culture jamming if they were to do something like that? If wear 10-gallon hats? With, all of a sudden you see yeah. guys riding across the Sahara in... Mm. in uh, Sahara? They don't all ride across the well, Sahara. Well, wherever. I'm sorry. They're walking down they, the street yeah, in, a, yeah. in a metropolitan city. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wearing... Wearing burkas and 10-gallon hats. See? You like to talk about no. drones, right? Uh, oh, yeah. You love drones. I love drones. Because the there's some big drone action going on oh, around yeah, here. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 the kind of drone action that, that really gets Mahler going. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> little drone action for Mahler. Loves the, the Navy's drone. new drone being tested near Chesapeake Bay stretches the boundaries of technology. It's designed to land on the deck of an aircraft carrier, one of aviation's most difficult maneuvers. What's even more remarkable is that it will do not only do that, but it will do it without a pilot in the cockpit. And uh, or with a without a pilot at all. Yeah. That's the other thing. That's the that's the important thing here. You mean not it's even a drone a... because it doesn't have one in the cockpit. But we're not going to. It can actually land on an aircraft carrier now without anyone controlling anything. It's wow. computerized to land on it in a certain amount of time. Wow! And it's getting to the point where they're they're programming them to take off that way too. We won't be able to. And it's getting that way so they can program to bomb certain targets. We're considering that possibility, uh, if. They see that it's something they need to bomb. Perhaps I'm just, I, I'm, maybe there'll be a little, you know, check. I would hope you know, so. Yeah, <laughs> check I would, in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, we have a red alert on number two thirty-five. Yeah, exactly. And you go over, you check out number two thirty-five, and well, all it is is the two of us, you know, <laughs> behind KUCI. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know where, I honestly don't know where this ends, what, what the end game here is, but let's just say yeah. for the sake of argument, we, they are programmed, let's say, to detect a, I don't know, radiation in, in, in America. They see mm-hmm. radi- radi- they detect radiation, they automatically know to go somewhere and yeah. bomb something. Let's assume now, for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. that's a mistake. Yeah, this is a, a huge, uh, what they say, paradigm shift yeah. in uh, warfare. Uh, yes. Because it is literally taking some of the responsibility out of any uh, immediate human's hands. Yes. It is a, a design now, not a another person. Right. So the killing will be part of a grand plan in a, uh, in a computer. 
Well, and and this is not an insignificant number. Now, granted, the particular drone we're what talking number? about doesn't. Well, one third of all U.S. military aircraft yeah, yeah, yeah. now are drones. Yeah. Now, again, there's you can throw in a lot of them are small drones, and they're not the expensive. Uh, um, fighter planes that we talk about usually but at the same time we're moving in this direction well well, some of them are hummingbird size right exactly so the third the number a third of the u.s military aircraft is a a bit um deceiving however we are moving in this direction and it's it it does you want to ask yourself you know where does this go at what point do uh do, do do we as a country and other countries start developing these weapons that are automatically programmed to do something and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we, hopefully we won't find out. Also, Obama, you, you know him, yeah, right? yeah. Obama, yeah, defended his administration's unprecedented use of drones. Mm-hmm. Defended his administration's unprecedented use of drones. Mm-hmm. He also acknowledged the U.S. was carrying out drone strikes inside Pakistan. And he said he wants to make sure the people, that would be us, mm-hmm. understand actually drones have not caused a huge number of civilian casualties. Civilian casualties, for the most part, they have been very precise strikes against al-Qaeda and their affiliates. Right. So that's what they've been doing with the drones. We've been killing right. the bad guys. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. the Bureau of... Uh, Investigative journalism reported in August that U.S. drone strikes have killed between 400 and 800 civilians, including 175 children, Mm -hmm. and it also put the number of people killed by drones as high as 3,000. Okay, well, that's little more than a couple, a few, hardly any, so... So it would be 800 civilians, and and that was uh, characterized is uh, that's not a huge number. No. It's a large number. It's a large number. It's not a huge He's number. He's parsing there, I think. Right. And the ACLU is suing the administration for uh, for their kind of secrecy in regarding the drones. There was a rally in Pakistan a, about a week ago, maybe two week to ten days ago, that had uh, over 100,000 people show up protesting the U.S. use of drones in Pakistan, a sovereign country a country that we, we're supposed to be allies with. Mm-hmm. In addition to the collateral damage that these things are going to cause, it is the political and sort of social fallout from the use of them that I I feel is going to eventually come back to really harm the United States. That that's I just think we're we're veering into territory with, with of which we will have no control at some point. When and did I ask for your opinion? I know. I just I just blurt these things out because my endocrine system is completely out of whack today. Scientists at um, SLAC National Accelerator Laboratory have created the world's first atomic X-ray laser. Oh, yeah. Now so, they're not going to use this on you because it probably just fry you. Oh, I am not exactly I, sure what it would do to humans. Because they got uh, some eye issues, and I, I'd like to no. see if we can... Okay. They aimed this uh, line coherent light source at a capsule of neon gas, probably uh, neon gas at Leon... Yeah. Neon, neon, Leon. Yeah, uh, was, was twirling. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Setting off an avalanche of X-ray emissions to create the shortest, purest X-ray laser pulses ever achieved. Now, this means... Uh, 
researchers in the future might use this type of laser on all sorts of fun things. Okay, tell yeah. me, tell me. Like uh, teasing out the detail of chemical reactions. So what they're doing is watching things, watching events. Okay. Much more sharply. Wow. And uh, biological molecules at work. So really seeing what's going on in certain processes. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. So hopefully that will that will be the use and not um not, not, <laughs> not burning a hole in your head. Yeah, or yeah, or right. not putting it on the moon and zapping people on earth with it. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. That's, well, well it's, I it's, don't, the technologies all stand on the shoulders of the technologies before them. Yeah, so yeah. somebody will figure out something evil to do well, with this. Well, like I said, you could right. I'm sure that the purity of the atmosphere in the on the moon yeah. would make a great uh laboratory for something yeah. like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Mahler thinks Thank you, about Mahler. that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank wow, you, Mahler. That was, that was... Off the cuff, Mahler. <laughs> a drought in Mexico has left 2 million people without water God. and crippled nearly half of the country's agricultural lands. Oh. That's a drought in Mexico. We're not, we're not getting a lot of rain here necessarily, no, no. but it's been kind of an unusual, I think, January in that we've had these nice 70-mile degree days into the middle of the month without not a whole lot of wet but yeah uh, the government has authorized that would be the mexican government authorized authorized over 2.6 billion dollars in aid but some of the rural areas hardest hit are difficult to reach and so that's probably not enough one official said nearly seven percent of the country's croplands have been completely lost seven percent not huge and the conditions have worsened, been worsened by a cold spell, too. So you have what I think people involved with global warming said would happen uh, when they said it would happen about 20 years ago, that we'd have extremes. Yeah. That global warming doesn't mean that it's all going to get really hot for a long time. Right. It means that the average temperature of the globe will increase over this period of time where we have more extremes. Right. It's that heat that's driving the systems into something unpredictable and extreme. Right. Yeah. Colder colds, just, warmer just warms. Pretty much what the models have been predicting, pretty much what's happening. But we don't believe in that stuff. No, you'd be no. crazy to think that kind of thing would be happening. China is facing an environmental catastrophe following a massive discharge of the carcinogen cadmium into uh to one of the rivers mm-hmm. yeah a lot of battery uh stuff i was wondering what the, that was okay yeah. so it's a cadmium story. batteries yeah okay the flow of cadmium is now threatening the drinking water of one million residents of the city of Liuzhou. outside the city cadmium concentrations are eight times higher than safety levels so there's yeah, that's that's an environmental <laughs> Catastrophe, I think. Yes, it is. Cadmium. I wonder. Uh, yeah. I, I found okay. this kind of a, a bit of an odd thing. Outside the World Economic Forum, Forum in Davos, Switzerland, protesters built, protesters built igloos to stay warm, while inside, software company Tibco announced a new social networking site that would allow the planet's 200 richest people to f- friend world leaders. So they're going to have their own private Facebook. Wow. Yeah, wow. the rich folk. Well, the rich folk. Uh huh. I want what? Wow. I want my own private network. I think we can already do that. They just want it to be called something and get charged for it. I guess. 
Twitter announced that it would selectively censor tweets at the request of governments. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, a little bit of in- internet news. The government of North Korea declared it a war crime to use cell phones during the country's 100-day mourning period for King jo- Kim Jong-il. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. A war crime. A war crime. Wow. Yeah. Okay. God, that sounds like a fun place to be, doesn't it? Comrade, you're using a cell phone. Uh, you, Your trial starts you, tomorrow. You Kenyan socialist, you're yeah. using a. You're using a. Well, what's that have so, to do with it? it would be. Just that's what people call it's, people that are. So un- a Kenyan socialist is a war criminal. Well, in some hmm, people's that's, minds, that's yeah, the that's wrong. A, yeah, I think so. Analogy yeah, there. That's so. so way off. Scientists discover eleven new planetary systems and twenty-six orbiting planets, and some people were saying, "Oh my God, that means life is elsewhere." Say it again now. How many? What? Scientists, there's 11 new planetary systems out there. Okay. With 26 orbiting planets. So okay. there's, you know, we lot. got your sun. You got yeah. your solar system, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, okay. There probably and, is some But apparently of... they're too hot for anything to live on. Oh. That's the thing. They're little, they're little systems, but okay. they're, right. they're just blazing right now. Perhaps in another... Billion yeah. years or so? Gazillion, yeah, I think, gazillion, is yeah. more closer to it. And this is a uh, controversial study coming up, or coming up. It's out. The uh, study found that children with low intelligence are more likely to hold prejudice attitudes as adults. Okay, so that makes sense to me. They need a study to figure that out. This, this is like, yeah. I guess smart people have been thinking this for a while, and finally to convince the <laughs> less fortunate of, of us uh, that this yeah. actually is true, had to fund a study. But still, people still aren't really convinced. Anyway, these findings point to a vicious cycle, according to lead researcher Gordon Hudson, a psychologist at Brock University in Ontario. Low intelligent adults tend to gravitate toward in- socially conservative ideal ideologies. So, if that's true, then then there are more stupid people who are conservatives. So it's just what they're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, this I know. Is why, so this is why it's a controversial study. It's a slippery slope. I'm yeah, not, I'm not saying that the people that don't. Uh, yeah, that are. Yeah, they're yeah. probably brilliant. They could just have a wider span too. If this is true, yeah. Why Why don't the conservatives think of that? All they do yeah. is get offended. All they could say is, of course, we have the stupid ones. We also have the smartest ones. Yeah. We are like global warming. We have in extremes. Extremes of intelligence yeah. instead. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Do you want to go domestic, or do you yeah, have yeah, some yeah. more no, international just one stuff quick here? Thing. It's not even uh, actually it is domestic, so uh, it's sort of environmental. You want to go for it? Yeah, for it's uh, it has to do with a, a study by the National Nuclear Regulatory <coughs> Commission warning that nuclear plants in central and eastern United States face uh, previously unforeseen threats from major earthquakes. Um, There's been uh, people remember a couple of months ago the uh, the earthquakes in Virginia back east that they hadn't been experiencing before. Um, critics of the nuclear industry say that the test will only uh, uh, oh, they, the, the NRC says it's going to do new seismic testing mm-hmm. on these reactors to test but the, the other side of this or the, another component of this is the increase in fracking uh, going for uh, after natural gas may be contributing to seismic uh, activity as well so we, we don't know if this is if this study I don't know if this study is based on some kind of geological Times continuum, or if it has anything to do with uh, the uh, fracking being widespread throughout the central and 
eastern part of the U.S. Well, it makes sense that if you physically change the structure of something, right. that it is less stable. I mean, you're taking a chance that it's less stable, and that's what they're doing when they're fracking. They're changing I, I, some yeah. underground structure a little bit. The question is, is it enough to cause the is earthquakes? And yeah. <coughs> and, and I what's, suppose what's a, we'll have a test for that. We'll have a test when one of our major reactors slips into mm-hmm. a giant crevice. There'll be a Senate committee that'll look into whether or not we should have the test. And yeah, then, yes, there will be. Then it's 10 a, years later, the report will be issued finding out that, yes, indeed... And what's distressing is that uh, uh, Barack, President Obama identified uh, this uh, as uh, the uh, natural gas, the word the Saudi Arabia of natural gas, and that seemed to be encouraging the industry um, to be, I mean, as long, I don't, you know, can we do this without wrecking the economy? I guess that's going to be the question. So, huh? and ourselves. Okay. Politics? Well, I think it helps the economy. Yeah, I think it, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it helps the economy until it doesn't. It helps the economy until the cost involved with the production of it are so great yeah. that we pe- end up spending. So it's short-sighted. Yes, is what you're that saying. would kind of be my hmm. point. Yeah. Yeah. Do we care oh, about? Well. Do we care about the Republicans winning? Congress? Yeah. Do we? All yeah. Right. All right. Mitt Romney. Mitt. Kick some butt. Biden is leading yeah. in the Republican presidential weight with a victory in Florida. Yeah, go Mitt, go. In the primary, Romney took 47%, Gingrich 31%, and uh, the rest of them, well. They were picking it up. Yeah, picking it up. Uh, Ron Paul got like 7 Santorum got yeah. like 13%. Uh, it was an ask. And is there some sort of activity that these people, are, personal activity that they're engaged in that you want to no, play No, no, just nothing. Any affairs or No, the gaffes. usual, the usual uh, array of gaffes. gaffes and things like that. I, um, You know, the thing yesterday with uh, Mitt. I don't know. The I Mitt, don't Mitt follow Romney, any of this. Mitt, with, he, had, he has Mitt Menem, by the way. Did you know that? Mitt? He has Mitt Menem on his side. Mitt Menem? Yeah. I don't know who Mitt Menem is. It's, instead of momentum, it's Mitt Menem. Mitt Menem. Yeah. Hmm. He's got that for him. Mitt Mentum. Yeah, Mitt Mentum. Uh, he was on, uh, it's one of those CNN. Does he have Mint Mentos? He should. Those are good. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. I like I like Mint Mentos. Mentos. Um, he was on CNN yesterday with, a, what's her name, Soledad O'Brien. She's kind of hot. Soledad? Uh, yeah. And, and she, he was asked about uh, poor people. Uh, the plight oh, of that one. Yeah, safety yeah, yeah. and all that crap. And what was his quote? And he said, I'm in this race because I care about Americans. I'm not concerned about the very poor. We have a safety net there. If it needs repair, I'll fix it. So that, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think, so and I understand what he's saying. Yeah, I do but, too. And I understand that it's been kind of blown out of proportion. Because yes. you can't even utter some words like very poor. Right. Without every, without everybody in the world listening to what comes next. Right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. He, I, I, I'm with you on this. He, I mean, to, in all fairness, it's like yeah. when he said, I, "I like firing people." Right. You know, there, there's some element of yes, he was just talking about something else uh, when he said that I like firing people, and yeah. he said this. He was, and in, in his defense, he said, "If it needs repair, I'll fix it." Now, I personally believe that there's not a snowball's chance in hell that he's interested in. "Quote unquote," my what I can see, what I consider to be fixing the safety net. I think he's that's just a joke, and those are the things he should be called on, not some sort of minor gaffe. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think what do you mean when you say 
you'll fix the safety net if it needs. Re- what does yeah. that mean to you? Yeah, that's the next question, the next and question. it never not, ends up being not, the not next that question. we got you saying something that sounds a bit yeah. off. Yeah. So, so uh, the follow-up question. Yeah. Didn't happen. Who's the reporter? Soledad O'Brien. This is CNN. So, she's one of the. So one she's kind of kinda not really in the moment. No, she, she has no her. really Mitt Mentum for herself because she's she's not in the moment with Mitt. No. She's not asking the proper question so Mitt can really tell us what's on his mind as far as, as making America a better place to live or right. at least a program that we can examine right. and critique yes, exactly. in a sensible manner. Exactly. No, instead we talk about whether he despises poor people because he's such a rich bastard. Right, exactly. Yeah. It, and and uh, it's it, to me it's, it's two levels here. Yes, what you said. But it does play into the narrative that has been demonstrated by him over and over again that he has a tin ear, at very least a tin ear, and no real understanding of the plight of over 60 or 45, I'm sorry, 45 to 50 million Americans who are living in poverty. It plays into that. It plays into that narrative. But it's true that this is a kind of a gotcha. We got you saying something. It's sort of, oops, what did I hear? And then we run with it. And it's a sensationalism of it, which really continues to distort the entire issue altogether. So uh, frustrating as that is. Meanwhile, things are. You know, I made the same sort of defense for Ron Paul a few weeks ago when oh. that, in that newsletter of his that right. had some racist comments in it. Yes, yes. Defending him saying, well, he doesn't have any idea what's going on. Right. A lot of people just hand these off to underlings. And yeah. Yeah, they were. Okay. But apparently uh, he, uh, Paul's campaign has claimed that uh, he did not write, approve, or see the offensive material, but... Two former Paul aides have claimed they witnessed Paul's proofing the newsletter before it was published. <laughs> that would be uh, his secretary, Renee Hathaway, who said it was his newsletter and it was under his name, so he always got to see the final prod- product. He would proof it. Now, the only thing I could say is that just might bend the chain of command, and everybody knows that Ron just kind of looks at it and goes, tossed it. I so, don't know. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I, know, you know, I, know. I know how that goes. I, I mean, yeah, I know. I know. I know. But you, I don't you know tell your your interns do all the work. In fact, there should be people here at, at UCI who know that they don't really issue the yeah. the uh, giant things that they attach their names to. Right. The pounds of paperwork are usually created by interns well, and and the idea of an edit usually goes to another intern right well and oh, you know the, the 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 preparation Shame on the you, hours Ron. of preparation that go into the production of weekly signals uh-huh i i get this material from interns and i just read it yeah I, you could say some pretty foul the, stuff they could sneak in yeah, a word that you would have yeah. no idea you said in fact there was a word that you said up at the beginning yeah. oh, of the show that you have yeah. no idea yeah, it was in here it was, it in, was the copy. In, in the copy and yeah, it, it, it just, was right there so everything we do is very well rehearsed yeah someone's so they so, someone's gonna get hit for that yeah a chrysler 3000c once leased by president obama was listed on eBay with a starting bid of one million dollars. What? It was it was just a Chrysler three hundred C that he once leased. A car. A car. Yeah. Okay. A one Chrysler. Million, yeah. One million dollars. Yeah. yeah uh, one million dollars because he leased the car. Okay. Well, that's. It's all about money for me," said the ca- car's owner, a self-described Reagan conservative. Oh, wow. So that's kind. I think it's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. By the way, it's I just a Delillo moment. I want. I want to go. I just want to step back for one second, one one story here on Florida, on the Florida primary, because I think it's illustrative of what's going to be happening. 
uh, analysts uh, said that, you know, well, Mitt won by 17, 16, 17 points in Florida. Why? Well, one reason is probably between Romney and the pro-Romney super PAC, they paid for 13,000 television ads. Oof. The pro-Gingrich and Gingrich campaign super uh, – pro-Gingrich super PAC and the pro-Gingrich or the campaign paid for 200 spots. 200 spots for Gingrich, 13,000 spots for Mitt Romney. Yeah. You think that might have had something to do with the, the fact that it's a huge state, uh-huh. can't – you can't travel the state and win a and win an election. Now, any, what's what's this pack about? Do you think that it got any money, say, from? No, I don't know. From well, <laughs> I'm you know that that wouldn't have come to it without the recent Supreme Court decision. Oh, absolutely. This yeah. is this is all a byproduct of Citizens yeah. United. This is yeah. This is the world we live in now. Yeah. Thirteen thousand, and not that because I'm any fan of new corporations Gingrich. are people, and, corporations and that's are what Mitt Romney people, thinks, my friend. Right? He said, is, didn't he say that friend. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitt Romney got the guy that got all that money. That's right. Yeah. Corporations How does people, that happen, my friend? I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's all. I just wanted to mention. How about this uh, Susan G. Komen for the cure thing? <clears throat> yeah. Is it Komen or? Komen, I believe. Komen. I think yeah. it's Komen. Yeah. I just read the news. I don't hear it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, this is handed to you by an intern <laughs> yeah, right. before you go on the air. <laughs> yeah, it's a big debate, the big abortion debate here. Yeah. And it's also like what she said, uh, what it means. When, uh, not what she said, but the spokesman for, uh, for Komen or Komen. Coming for the cure. Coming, coming for the cure. That's what I'm going to call it for now. Coming for the cure. Coming for the cure. Well, I, I don't know if uh, you know the, the deal is is that it's cutting off financing of breast cancer screening uh, and education programs run by Planned Parenthood, and it's been characterized as a, uh, a I don't like to say the words pro-life, but a, a pro-life move against the yeah. uh, pro-choice. There's a new ex- ex- uh, vice president of communication for the Susan B. Uh, Komen <coughs> Foundation. Coming for the cure. Coming for the cure. And uh, she is a former Republican candidate for governor in Georgia yeah. who campaigned as an anti-abortion candidate. That was her deal. Yeah. And she's now the executive vice president in charge of communication. Yeah. So it's not a stretch to believe yeah. that she's some that this is somehow political. It's based. What is kind of sad because in the long term, uh, there's going to be some harm done to the people who really need the help. That's right. And the let's pe- go back. People to that do the, need a cure and yeah. are looking for funding to treat their life-threatening diseases aren't going to get it because of a political move. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's go back to what Senator John Kyle of Arizona said when he said 90% of the work being done at, at Planned Parenthood is about abortion, when in fact it's yeah, like it's not. three or four yeah. or five percent somewhere in that. I, I like the way they just pull these numbers out of our hat. Mike and I, we just have a hard time sometimes holding the numbers for a long time in our yeah. head because yeah. we have, well, we have we have so much information in here that some of it gets way pushed out. Much. Way too much. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. the best thing to do, I think, is just to make up figures. That's what I do. All the time. Yeah. That way it clears out a whole section of your brain, all the, all the number stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It helps. Yeah. It helps me. There there goes... Why should I December, remember December 7th, 1949? I could just make up a date That's like right. that. You know what I mean? 
Why should I remember the 1962-63 Dodger season yeah. anymore? I don't yeah, need yeah, that anymore. You can make it up. I just push that right out of my brain. I, you know, and make then, up a you. You, you then, remember and, the 1890 Dodger season? Yeah, yeah, now I do. And they were really, they were really good. I think they, in 1998 too. Yeah, 1998. See, yeah. see now, now you're forcing new information into yeah. a very limited space, and, and I, people I, will buy it yeah. because people listening, they don't know any better. Yeah. That's the assumption. Exactly. Which, yeah. Uh, so, because you know, according to a recent survey, or a study, I mean, the, uh, the people who are are stupid mm-hmm. are prejudiced and and become Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easier. <laughs> Federal lawyers in court are now quickly trying to expand the U.S. government's legal immunity from exposure to medical malpractice claims brought by military veterans. I like that sentence. That's nice. <laughs> so, so we're looking. Our lawyers, the ones that we're paying mm-hmm. with taxpayer money, are now trying to figure out ways not to play guys who have medical malpractice claims against somebody, some treatment they got for having their leg blown off. You know, say you say you got some sort of bad infection, yeah, and there was you can't say. I need some money to cover that infection, huh. I'm, and huh. and the rest of my life is screwed up. Yeah. I, you can't even challenge that anymore. At, at least that's what we'd like to see. That's yeah. what we're spending taxpayer funds now for. Send somebody over to a country to get blown up, but yeah. But when you get back with your with missing a leg or an arm or post traumatic stress we disorder, or brain injury, welcome to the invisible hand of the marketplace. Yeah, you know, welcome, welcome to freedom. Congress is rushing to make it absolutely clear to everyone that its members are banned from insider stock trading. So this, they're, yeah. Yeah, they like had that? to vote for this. They had to. 93 to 2 procedural vote. <laughs> I like the two guys. I know. I got to say, they're, who are they? They're either it, crazy or or very intelligent. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, they said who it was. It's like yeah. DeMint and yeah. Kyle or something. It's these yeah. just idiots. Ugh. <sighs> That bill would require the disclosure of stock transactions within 30 days and explicitly prohibit members of Congress from initiating trades based on non-public information they acquired in their official capacity. So, in other words, they can't do deals. They they find it, yeah. Know that funding is going to come to a particular company, vote for that funding, and then... Buy stock. Buy stock beforehand. Yeah. 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 And just by the way, this is just the same yeah, laws that, and the deal. rest of the country has to follow. Why, why be a congressman anymore? Yeah, can't what's do the that. point? Yeah, yeah. Wow. no, this is just stuff that we all have to abide by. But all of a sudden, it takes a law to make these guys follow that. An Oklahoma state legislator introduced a bill to ban the use of aborted fetuses in food. <laughs> this apparently is a preemptive move. <laughs> I, I I don't know that there is actually any. Fetus in food. Did, yeah, did somebody on his staff human. watch? Somebody watched Soylent Green. Yeah. and and ran to this guy and said, yeah. "We got to stop this before it starts." Soylent Green or people. Yeah. Eh. yeah, the parent company of American Airlines pl- says it plans to cut thirteen thousand jobs. The point industry threatened to move from Los Angeles after the city council okayed condom use requirement on sets. You know, they, and everybody says it, and it makes perfect sense. That's the whole point of porn. <laughs> You know, it's is to not have things covered. Yeah. Oh my God. It's it's the 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't need to go on. Yeah, I think everybody knows in their heart what the point of porn is. PETA was offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of a person who killed an Arkansas Democrat campaign manager's cat and left it on his doorstep with the word liberal written across his body. Oh, my God. That's ugly. Yeah. What do you say, Molly? What do you say? Nothing? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he doesn't like cats. Well, <laughs> he's kind of mixed. Yeah. He kind of has a mixed uh, reaction yeah. to that. I think uh, it was a well, laugh, Molly. Uh, That's sick. That is sick. He, he, he's politically correct, yeah. and then he thought, no, I don't really care. Uh, the Pennsylvania State Assembly passed a resolution declaring 2012 the year of the Bible. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Finally, that, yeah. that finally that book's <laughs> getting some attention. You know, it's long overdue, yeah. neglected as it's been. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that, that's good. That's all I know. That's good. <laughs> like Fanny Hill didn't get any an opportunity here, or yeah, I was, I'm thinking know. about you know. <laughs> I mean, there's on. a lot of good books yeah, out there. Why not? Of, we could start a trend now. Yeah. Exactly. I think I'm not trying begrudging the fact that the Bible is there, but yeah. why not Sexus Lexus or yeah, yeah. Tropic of Cancer. Yeah, that'd um, be fun. Yeah. Fear and Loathing. Yeah, any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. One of them Shakespeare things. <laughs> One of them Shakespeare. Oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, some Texas And uh, finally, yeah. an online auction house in Slovakia received $42,300. That's a fair chunk. Yeah. For a painting of a full moon over a shimmering ocean by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> 